hold on. The change is coming. Boy, I tell you, that's that's and you can come on because I tell you, this has been an interesting two years. What a trip. Good afternoon. Uh-oh. I'm just hearing from my um 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 my guest who's trying to log log on and it looks like she's having some trouble. Let's see here. Um just a second. I'm gonna make sure she's on. Then Well, as we're doing that, we're going to hold on because this is the way to go. It's a little simple song on a Monday right here for Mindful Mondays. Sing along. It's so interesting because we rely on, on 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 internet and everything, and when it doesn't work, it just messes up everything. So hopefully, she is on her way. I just text her another little thing. Hopefully, she's trying here. Hopefully, she can. Um, Hopefully she can make it. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, good happy Tuesday. I always say that because we've got somebody who's already on Tuesday. Ah, there she is. Yay. <laughs> uh, we've got somebody that's already on Tuesday and that has already finished their Monday. So I want to say happy Tuesday to those. Thank God, you know, internet and all this. It's, it's, it's just, it's controlling us. It is really controlling us. But I'm glad it looks like she's made it. Hello, Miss Monica. You can go out, go ahead and get off of mute. Hello, hello, oh, hello. Oh, <laughs> she's spiraling down the internet mode. Ooh. So <laughs> it's crazy, but it's good to have you back. We haven't seen you in a while on the show. You were on last year, one of my beginning hosts, a couple times last year. And so you have done some big things that we're going to get into um, in the show in a second that you've been doing since the show. So you've been making some big things and she's got her own podcast. So how about that? I hope that was an encouragement on my half. I hope we'll just pretend like it was right. Yes, most definitely. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you, Dr. Corliss Diva Bennett <laughs> for having me back. I am ready and I'm ready to tell my story. So let's get it. <laughs> okay. Well, let me make sure I am checking everything. Oh, okay. Let's see here. Listen. Okay. Oh, okay. So we've got a new mechanism. I'm not sure if we can use it today because I need to kind of filter that out. But if you want to text questions, you can text your questions to, let me write this so that I don't have to keep looking at it on the chat, make it in big letters on my paper, 682 710 1101-682-710-1101. And again, anything that anywhere that you listen to your podcast, all your social media, um, please make sure that um, 
that we know where you are and how you heard about us and so forth. So I'll have to get with that a little later. Um, so anyway, as, as, as everyone knows that we began 2022, on the positive piece, on thinking about ourselves in a positive way instead of all the negative. Oh, I need to lose weight. Oh, I'm I'm fat. Oh, this. Oh, that. And you and we're concentrating on the negative. We're gonna flip that in 22, and we're like we're concentrating on what is positive and what is positive in our lives and things that we can do that will help us get a positive result. So when I was speaking with Monica. Um, she came up with the title, "What? when do you feel most authentically yourself? And I thought, yes, that goes kind of right into what we're talking about as far as um, being able to look at yourself and think about what it is. So what I did was I, I looked up the word authentic and I put it on our promo flyer, which I did put on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all of all of my social media um, handles. Um, Authentic means representing one true nature or belief, true to oneself. And I think that these days we're not taking that opportunity to be true to ourselves. We are not. Um, And so that's why I included this cute little somewhat self-care piece where it says, I am awesome. I am strong. I am powerful. I am one of a kind. I don't try to be who I'm not. I am me. There it is. And so, you know, how many people really get up and think those positive things in the morning? I am awesome. I am awesome. You know, I am strong regardless of how the yesterday went. It's a new day. Let's try it over. There's going to be several new days until it's not. <laughs> a day, right? Mm. So how many times have you thought about that? And you know, this is kind of off it's not off target but it is but it's not when I visited Morehouse College. Um and we were there first thing in the morning and they like took us through the tour of the school. One of the things that they do every single day, Monica, every day. First of all, the brothers are in ties, shirts and ties. Period. Period. There's just there's no, ooh, I think I had, I lost my, period. So that sense of, I have a shirt and a tie, I am professional, I am man, I am strong, I am powerful, you know, right. I am one of a kind. And then they go to their auditorium. I can't remember what the name of it. It's like a church. It's kind of an auditorium type place that can fit everybody in the school. And they start off with these affirmations in the morning. And I'm sitting there like, if I had a son, I will send him here because if every day you're getting an affirmation for four years or five, if you, you know, change your major and some things happen and you take old cam and you realize you can't. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, just the fact that, that they take that time to, to um, have them, they go through this whole affirmation thing. And it was just so mind blowing to me. And I said, dang, if I had a son, I would send him here. And then, so from that point on, if someone, if someone asked me, I always said, you know, you should look into Morehouse because I like the way that they, in, that they influence positive influence to those students every day, not Monday, Wednesday, Friday, not Tuesday, Thursday, but I said, do you guys do this every day? I asked the guy, he said, oh yes, every day. And I was like, wow, that, that just impressed me to no end. And so those types of encouragement, 
you know, I don't know their graduation rate. I didn't look it up for this because I just thought about it just now, but it's got to be high. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think, but it's it's more than just the affirmations. It's more than the dress and the appearance. Like you say, it's pouring into. It's the way you feel when you look a certain way and you present yourself a certain way. It's the way you feel when you pour into yourself, like you say, the start of the day. And all those things we can do ourselves as well. We, right. we don't necessarily need to go to a certain institution to do right. that. Correct. But we can take all of those beautiful things and do them daily for ourselves. We know how we feel when we think we look good and we're going outside. You just got that extra umph and that extra, your back is arched and you like ready for it. Right. And again, pouring into yourself, which feeds into my positive affirmation book that we'll get into later. But yes, get up saying, I am amazing. Be thankful that you woke up. Be thankful you have breath and you're in your right mind. You know, be thankful for all of those things because a lot of people are not, you know, and we should never take anything for granted. Even the fact that we're mobile, we may not move as fast as we were in our 20s, oh. but we still can get up and go. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love that. Yes, I totally agree. So, I mean, I understand what you mean. Like, we don't have to rely on an institution, but it just blew my mind. And I thought, you know, where, like, it's a shame that we don't have that everywhere, that, that all schools don't right. start that way, you know? Sure. And I don't know if it's just because it's an HBCU, it's Black men, and they're trying to empower, which I'm sure that's what it is for Morehouse. But I mean, just think if every school had to do that every morning. You know, you stand up in homeroom and everybody stands up in their certain homeroom. Nobody goes to, the, you know, a big thing. And everybody recites something that, that gives them such an uplift that when you sit down and you're like, okay, I am strong. I am powerful. I am, I am somebody. I am. Exactly. I make this day the best day ever. You know, like how different would our students be? How different would our teachers be because they have to make sure the students do it? I mean, you can't help but start to feel that way if you hear that every day. How yes. different would society be if they heard that and practiced that every day? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But no, I mean, like, if you think about just all the hateration, okay, that's my, you know, hateration, holleration as a quote by Mary J. Blige. Um, but think about just the hateration that is just there just because. Right. There are people who just don't like Black people because they just don't like Black people. And somebody brought to my attention, I was like, why are they so afraid of us? They own everything. They're powerful, blah, blah, blah. And someone said to me, get this, and I, it kinda, I know we're kind of off, but we're coming back. They said they're afraid of us because they're afraid that, that we will figure out that we have more power than them and can take over in the sense of, you know, feeling about slavery. If you talk about no, this Black History Month 2022, all the things that we've been through, Tuskegee, um, the, 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 the incident, the, 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 oh, my God, the sterilization of Black women so that they won't have kids. You know, the, the, all the different things that have happened to us as a people and that we would get smart enough to mount up and take over. So that's what makes them scared. And I was like, that is deep. 
We are beautiful. We are powerful. And again, knowing your history, knowing where you come from, knowing how this country was built. Yes, yes, and yes. But more importantly, knowing yourself, you know, um, in order to know yourself, again, it goes back to knowing your history, knowing the sacrifices that individuals have made for us to be here today. Um, so that speaks volumes. But again, pouring into yourself in a positive way, because it does set the tone for the day. So I like that you said that. And I think that's amazing. And that curriculum should be adopted throughout the world, you know, so that people feel good about themselves. And that's important, what you pour into yourself and in your mind. I know I began my day with a prayer um, because I'm just thankful. (laughs) Like once you hit that certain number and things have happened in your life, you just wake up thankful. Like, thank you. I'm in my right mind. I woke up today. And then, like you say, set that tone, whether it be positive affirmations or the type of music you listen to, or if you're reading a scripture, you know, whatever that is to you, or if you're just writing down before you jump on social media and figure out who did what, or you turn on the morning news and, you know, have all of that toxic information coming into your system, you know, and then you're going out to the work day. Because if you set your day right, it really does dictate how it goes and flows. If you wake up rah, 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 then your stuff is going downhill. Like (laughs) you cannot combat all the negativity that you have to deal with. And it's just your mindset, you know, things that used to make you upset probably won't make you as upset if your date is set right. So I love everything that you're saying, Corliss. Yes. And then you add the patience piece. Yes. Because we may be feeling that way about ourselves, but when we get out there in that traffic and people are just acting a fool, I have learned to, to pull back and drive slower. You need to get in front of me, get in front of me. It is just not that serious. And I just, I drive and I'm just like, I can see people and I just, you know, go ahead, just go ahead, you know, just go ahead because <laughs> it's just not that serious. I will get there when I get there in one piece. Absolutely. And so- yes. And then with, and nowadays with, I don't know, everybody's so angry and it's probably because we've had to stay at home. You know, I know my walls have been caving in and I was just like, I'm out. I'm just going to take a drive. I think I'm going to go to San Diego this weekend and just find a hotel and chill and relax, you know, or I'm going to go to Vegas. I've done that, you know, um, Well, actually, I went for my birthday and then I went for New Year's. But every time I've gone to Vegas, it's been for a specific reason. Um, One of my coworkers, uh, she was my boss from when I was in grad school. She has a, a company called Global Scholars, and she was doing kind of a golf tournament type thing. And I said, you know what? I'm coming. And I got in the car and left. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, th- being there to support each other. We need to right. support each other. Right. So when I think about, you know, sometimes you just have to stop, you know, stop, drop and roll, as they used to tell us with earthquakes in elementary, stop, drop and, and cover. I'm sorry, stop, drop and cover, <laughs> right? Remember right. That? That's what it was, right? And yes. just stop and just stop for a second and hold yourself and just think, okay, hold on. Mm. How can I work through this particular situation that's, that is now presented itself to me? Stop, drop, cover, think and say, okay. What can I do to make this a positive outcome and that mm-hmm. I will be, you know, in a good space from the decisions that I make, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if we can just get people just to chill now and just kind of kind of step back for a second mm-hmm. 
and just kind of look at things from a, a positive angle. I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, it's, I know it's like a wish come, you know, a dream, but. Right. But I think it's also, it takes time though, you know, um, it takes time to see and really control your own mind right. about not being impulsive and not just reactionary. You know, because it's so easy just to blow that horn when someone cuts you off and just lay on it. (laughs) But again, what purpose is that serving? And people are so stressed now that you don't want something bad to come just from some one little situation. You know, it could be really taken a, a different type of way. But I think just going back to what you said in the intro about being authentic to yourself and with my journey, you know, that has been one of my biggest challenges of being authentic to who I am because, you know, you're raised a certain way. So you have to present yourself a certain way. You know, we all work at various institutions and, you know, we have to present ourselves to the stakeholders a certain way, but when can you be your true authentic self and really express who you are as a person and not being afraid of who likes it and who doesn't. Right. Um, I already know I'm not everybody's cup of tea and I am fine with it. Right. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you're not supposed and, to be. Right. Exactly. Because then you're not being true to That's yourself, right. you right. know. Do you want to be a million of one or one in a million? Million. That's right. There you go. That's right. And you know what? This this is 22, just like Corliss said. This is 22. And we're supposed to be recommending that everybody in 22 be anew. But really stop and think about it. We've been struggling with not only transparency, but identity. We've been struggling for years. I think the pandemic 20, 21, 22, it has exacerbated what we already knew. Mm -hmm. And now we have kids who are in trouble. We've got women in trouble. Yesterday's show on everyday lessons, and that's really on social emotional learning. When I met Corliss 25 years ago, I was teaching character education and life skills. And it morphed into something else because they did the the school system did not want to give kids social emotional learning didn't want to give them life skills didn't want to give them character education and now we're paying for it right that part and that, yeah we are literally paying for it through the teeth the nose and every other opening and then covid because, just made it come and in and just that's right. and just pushed it to like to a whole yes. new level to an and, entirely and, different level that's and absolutely we're just right. not able to we're just not able to pull it together and like you were saying that's by right. the horn don't hook the horns cuz now folks are shooting right but shooting remember that's right remember the little kid the 6 year old boy sitting in the back seat and his mother oh right right getting right off the freeway right she How she dare somebody some... off and now he's dead like and, right is like that a reason craziness is that a reason and you know what there are 10 million people on la free freeways every single day and you mean to tell me nobody would go to the law and say i saw it that's a bold-faced lie and that's where we are and it goes back to Man's inhumanity to man. How dare you shoot a woman because she cut you off? You know what? How dare you? 
but that's but that's where we are because everybody is so tense. People have lost their jobs. People are working from home. You're now with your husband, you know, twenty four seven because you're right. both working from home. Right. There's no, there's no break. Right. No, bye go to work. Kiss kids. Bye bye. Go to work. Kiss kids. Kids go to school. Now when we come back in the evening. It's like, oh, I missed you. I missed you. I missed you. Oh, what a day. Right. Oh, you got an A. Right. Oh, you got a right. B. And there's no, <laughs> right. there's none of that now. Especially if everybody's at home, and then you've got schools that want to be in. And oops, no, we're not. Right. In, no, right. We're not. You know, so getting back, so let's get back on the authentic <laughs> piece, but um, go ahead and you were going to share some things, I believe, Monica, about just the, the piece about the authentic and, and how it's working. Yeah. And, and I mean, I thank both of you ladies for bringing that up. Before I go into that, I feel like as a culture and a community, we don't talk about mental health, no. you know? And if we do talk about it, it's a taboo. It's like, oh my God, what you got to go where? You know, so let's start those conversations, especially, you know, in light of so many young people who have succumbed to mental health, you know, and most recently in the news. So it's like, let's have those conversations. And going back to what you said, Corliss, you know, again, if you're at home, you don't have all the outlets or resources you would normally have or trying to have a balance work, family life, you know, where does one end? Where does one begin if everything is in the same location? Right. You know, how do you get out to happy hour if the place is closed? <laughs> you know, how do you go walk when they say stay in the housing? This park is that and that park is this. But um, getting back to my own personal journey, which I am still on, um, you know, it's really defining who you are. I feel like a lot of times, especially us as African-American women, we have to wear so many masks, you know, because when we're at work, we have to present ourselves in a certain way. And then again, when we're around family, we present ourselves a certain way. And then our friends, we present ourselves another type of way. So, and then if you're in a new relationship, you know, some people will say the representative is there. So where in this is your true self? Where's your authentic self? Where can you go and just be who you truly are? And do you even know who that is? Right. And again, I'm speaking for myself. You know, I was in a, a definitely a um, position, a career early in my life, in my early 20s, where I was a teacher. So it was no like, oh, I could be fun, Monica. Like, no, <laughs> you got 23 kids. They looking at you. You better get it together and you better present yourself a certain way. Um, you know, or as an advisor, you know, young in my career. But now that I'm 40 plus and, you know, life has taken place, I can now walk and be like, this is me. And obviously not in all of the areas of my life, but the one I could be true, I feel like it's with my closest friends or when I'm just out and all you know is my name is Monica. You don't know nothing else about me. So you can't put me in that box because a lot of times I feel like people, maybe it's human nature, they just want to put you in a box. If you have certain degrees, you present yourself a certain way, then you should do X, Y, and Z. And then when you start doing one, two, and three, they're like, question mark. Like, right. I don't, why are you doing that? <laughs> it's because I'm a person <laughs> and you can't put me in a box yeah. and I could be all facets. You know, I, I could be more than just what you see or what you think I should be based on my title. Yeah. Wow. wow. No. And that, I mean, you, 
you said it, you said, <laughs> I know, drop the mic. No, I mean, no, but very true. I mean, I think that's really what the problem is. We are not looking inward and seeing what we're about. We're so busy saying, well, I have to wear this particular thing. And if I have to carry this particular person, I have to drive this particular car for someone to think so that they can think this, this, and this, you know, um, 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 you know, I have to act a certain way because I have a doctorate. That's just another piece of paper that's with my name on it. I'm still Corliss. And people, you know, people like, oh, when they say Dr. Ben, I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, oh, you're a doctor? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, wow. Like, but you, but you're fun. I'm like, okay. But put some respect on my name though. Right. Cause you earned that. (laughs) But that don't mean you can't be fun. Right. But yeah. people, you know, because everybody else or most people have that box around that. Right. And so right. when they meet somebody that actually speaks to you when you get on the elevator or when you walk past mm-hmm. them or in a classroom or you're teaching or you're doing a presentation and it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, you know. Yeah. But it goes back to you being your authentic self and why representation is so important because lack of representation, then we don't know that we can be a Dr. Corliss Bennett, you know, um, because we may have not seen that. And so then we put it in a box and all we know is when we go to visit the doctor <laughs> and then we learn that there's various types of doctors, you know what I mean? And so then you make it accessible and then it's like, oh, well, maybe I can aspire to be that because now I truly know somebody that I can touch and feel, and she's real, you know? So it's not just something that I'm studying or something that's just like somewhere off in the horizon. So that's why it is so important and that you can be all those things and be every woman. So I'm so proud of you. And, you know, our friendship goes back 20 years too. And I don't even know how that happens. I'm only 22. Not just kidding. Exactly, but- <laughs> right. And I'm only four years older than you. So I'm trying to figure out how right. all that came about. <laughs> right, right. We was in the cradle. Like I, like I look back and we were parking next to each other in the same complex and you exactly. had a USB plate and I'm like, okay, well, what building, which, which apartment? Because it only had 10 units, I believe, or five. Right. But I mean, it's amazing when you say, ooh, 20 years ago. And I'm like, 20 years ago, I was 35. That's scary. Like, right. I, you know, I was still grown per se. You know, it's just right. like, you think about these things and you're thinking, oh my God, like this is crazy. But but what's really, what's really crazy, like you said, about you know, people seeing someone that looks like them being right. successful. And, right. and I think that makes that for me, you know, I try to put myself around all kinds of people so that they can see that a black woman can have a doctor degree and she can have fun. And back when you can dance somewhere, you know, I can dance too. You know, I, I would, um, <laughs> um, I remember when I was at USC, I would, um, volunteer to chaperone the parties <laughs> just so I can party in town and right. down, right? Yeah. And so I'm out there booging with them and they're like, who's that black woman? This is when I first <laughs> got to USC uh, umpteen 25 and a half years ago. And and it was just like I'm out there doing what they're doing and I'm just like, hey, and it's like, what's your name? I said, oh, I'm Corliss. You know, they, you know, they just was like, okay, she they thought I was a grad student. They didn't know who I was. And I just had a good time. But but it's like, it's okay. It's like people are so stuck in this box that right. you can't snap your finger because you hear your favorite jam. You can't, you know, nod right. your head when you hear music. You can't, you know, say hey instead of hello. How are you? You know, you know, it's just like all these different right. labels and different ways people, you know, put in on you. And so, you know, they saw me, a lot of them saw me out there dancing. I was having a good time, but that was my way of chaperoning. 
<laughs> the the party. And then the next week they saw me in my suit or, or my, you know, cause I always dressed up for work. I mean, and even on Fridays when it's like, you know, uh, casual Fridays, mm-hmm. I still, maybe I put on some jeans, but I always had on a shirt with a collar and a blazer because mm-hmm. I just felt like I just didn't, I still wanted you to know I'm, I'm, I'm up in this piece. You know, however, I can, I can dress down a little bit for you. And so somebody saw me on campus. They're like, Hey, your name is Corliss, right? I said, yeah. They said, you work here? I said, yeah, I work here. I'm, 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 um, I work in admissions. They were like, Oh, but you were at the, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then you were, and you, you knew the moves. Yeah. They're like, Oh, wow. That is so cool that you work here. Okay. I said, well, maybe I could, I said, well, maybe you can help me maybe sit on one of my student panels when I bring groups in and they were like, Oh yeah. And I'll ask so-and-so and I'll get, you just let me know. Here's my number, you know, let me know. And so right. like, some students met me on that mode. Other students met me you know, walking. And it was just this whole thing about a seeing a black face that had fun, that could have fun with herself and still be a professional when need be, you know, again, that authentic self of me is like, I love to dance. I love to party, you know? And so they were like, Oh, you should go out with this on Taco Tuesday or such. No, no, I cannot leave campus and go anywhere with you. (laughs) I can't be in a party with you off campus. Now you keep having parties on campus. I will surely chaperone so that I can get out there and, 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 and get my groove on, but no, I I can't, I can't show up to that, honey. I'm sorry. You know, I just, (laughs) but, 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 when you have people that sees you for who you are and then adds the other pieces like, oh, my God, and she has a doctorate in education and exactly. she's on campus and she does this. It's like, OK, she's real. And, and that's what you were talking about, that sense of being real. You were going to say something, Monica? Or no? Yeah, I mean, the whole picture. And I like how you did the comparison, because you're right. If they would have met you in your office and then saw you. And the social environment, it would have been a different spin on things versus seeing you at a social environment than seeing you in your office, you know? Some of them had met me in the office. Exactly. But but I'm not, you know, but I wasn't like, yes, can I help you? He was like, hey, how you doing? Right. Talk to you. What school did you go to? Blah, blah, blah. And then we start having a conversation about that college counselor and, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, then they see me again in another light where maybe I am up on a panel because I'm representing the college so it's like okay and so that code switching becomes exactly very, very you right. know and so they're like okay go ahead I'm sorry but no I was gonna say Carlis to me you've always been your true authentic self now you you know how to definitely be professional when you need to be but for the most part we all know the Corliss we don't get. Like wherever you are, we just know because you are you. And, you know, that's nothing that to be taken lightly because, you know, I'll speak for myself. Like, you know, my corporate is corporate. I'd be like, yes, but I help you. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm a help you, but it's, it's real in that box, you know, because sometimes in certain positions you can't, you know, even go left or right. right. Because if you do, then that could be detrimental to your career. But I was just saying about the authenticity, you know, and that changes, that changes as you grow. You know, hopefully we are not the same self that we were when we were in our 20s. You know, now we have a different view on life and based on our experiences and experiences that we can see, like, You know, when I think about my mom, she had me when she was 19. 
Now, if I would have had a child at 19 or even today, I would be lost and I'd be asking all y'all for help. But, you know, (laughs) but it's like, you know, you know, but I can see that now in my 40s, you know, what I couldn't have seen then. So I think that that also speaks to who you are as a person, because now you can see things differently. It's just not this one lens like, oh my God, I can't believe this person did that or that person did that. Now you can step back and say, that person did the best they could at that time with those resources they had and just keep it right there, you know? Um, And I think that, you know, that's the beauty of his life is that as you live, you will see things differently. Yeah, absolutely. And, yes. and, and, and allowing yourself to grow. You know, there's just folks that just want to stay in their, this box thinking mm-hmm. that this is where they're supposed to be and, and they're not allowing um, life to happen. And it's unfortunate. They're not allowing right. life to happen because someone told them this is how you're supposed to be and that's it. And, and, then, and then you end up kind of sticking to that. Right. And unfortunately, you don't grow and you don't give yourself a chance to grow. And exactly. Somebody says, hey, why don't you do this? You can grow. And it's like, well, I don't know if I can. It's like, right. no, you can. Right. I mean, there are some people who live their entire life on one block or one community. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but never venture out to see the world. And I feel like that was my biggest growth, actually leaving this country and going to another country and seeing how they live and how they survive and how they view life. Like, you know, a lot of times they didn't have much, but they were way happier than we were. You know, they weren't so stressed and driven to be the big house and the big, you know, this and the big that and da da da. Like you said, you know, thinking that if I have X, Y, and Z, then I need to have some possessions that also, you know, are associated with that. And I don't have, you know, I'm not in no one's pocket. So however you spend your money is your business, you know, but sometimes people do feel that pressure to live beyond our means because of what society says we should have. And these are the type of conversations we have on Boss Lady Conversations with myself and Coach Kaya. And we are on Apple, Spotify, Google, and iHeartRadio. So I just have to put a little plug in there. This is a podcast (laughs) that you started. What is it called again? Boss Lady Conversations. Yes. Boss Lady Conversations. Boss Lady Conversations. Yes. And we're so excited and we have guests and sometimes just the two of us and we really talk about real topics and what's happening and, um, you know, and just hope that we pour into people because a lot of people, like you say, are in isolation. You know, we try to give tips about even if you are in isolation, how you can escape your current environment. You know, we have the internet. If you want to be on the beach, go to YouTube. You could be on the beach. You know, if you want to be wherever you want to be or how music changes your life. You know me, I love music. I love it as a creator and a consumer. And so just really giving people tips because this is important that we are our true authentic self and not trying to adapt to what we see on social media for likes and followers or, you know, this person has this. So let me replicate myself to look like that. Like you really need to walk in your own life because we are all God's gift. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and when, when I think of, yes, that, that piece right there. And when mm-hmm. I think about if we just, like I said, took the time and thought about ourselves in a positive light, it would change your whole perspective of yourself and of the world. 
because you are just a mere little piece of this world, like a teeny weeny piece of this world. But if you, you know, poured in those positive affirmations daily and some of you say, oh, that's so silly, but yeah, you know, not, not so much, not so mm-hmm. much. You know, I, I don't know where I was, some retreat or something where they say, look in the mirror and look at yourself and talk to yourself and say, I am, you know, somebody I am, you know, let me pull my thing back up here. I am awesome. I am mm-hmm. awesome. And, and you're looking at yourself in the mirror, you're talking to yourself. And, right. and, and, and just those little things that could start your day in, in a way that we're just not used to. We're just not used to being positive because this world is so negative per se. Right. It really try to feed you into not loving yourself. You know, you should be X, Y, and Z. And with that, you know, during the pandemic, I did create my positive affirmation journal with writing prompts to inspire inner peace, health, and wellness in the global pandemic. And so it is available on Amazon. I have an edition for it. Big, girl. Oh you yeah, we we not playing. We not playing. Yeah. Right. So hold it, hold it up. I have holding it, for, it up. Yeah, I have it for women. I have it for men, and it's also in the chat box too. And then also adolescents. But the amazing thing is that what I have is on one page is a positive affirmation, and then on the other page is a writing prompt. So, like on one page, it says, "No matter what the day brings, I will see the beauty of each moment." So you could just sit with that, like there's something beautiful in your day. Like if you just say, "I took a breath," "I took a step." I hug myself. I love myself. I sit in the mirror. And then the writing prompt is list three things that you are grateful for today. Like, you know, and Oprah speaks about this. You know, we all love Lady O. Um, you like, you just got to be thankful for what you have. Be in gratitude. Be appreciative. Because then that's how your blessings, you know, increase, multiply. Because you got to be happy. You know, even though some people I know are in very humble situations and beginnings and they may not see that. But the fact is you have your mind and no one can touch that. And that's the most powerful thing. Your mind can take you some places that your body is not. (laughs) If you want to be like, I just want to just, you know, disconnect from this world for a minute and go somewhere else, you can do that in your mind, you know, and you can like block out all the negative noise and just walk in your light. I'm not saying it's easy. It takes time. You know, people learn meditation, yoga. There's a lot of different practices, but you can really escape. But that comes in time and just being very much um, intentional about how you want to represent yourself and not allowing people to consume too much of you or being a people pleaser. I know many times I was a people pleaser. Like, oh, you want this? Even if I didn't want to do it. I'm like, yes, sure. Da, 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 da. And then it taxes you because you're like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then the person may not even be appreciative of it. Maybe like, mm, whatever. That's, yeah, you like when somebody's not appreciative. Exactly. You don't broke that. yourself <laughs> to go to the store, run around the world, bring it to them. And they be like, oh, I really want it. You'd be like, okay, got it, right? (laughs) So, you know, it's, but that comes with growth and that comes with, you know, no, I can't. Setting boundaries, you know? Learning how to say no has been, is is just, sorry. And how come, 
Right. And you don't even got to be sorry about it. It's just, I, mean, I can't you know, do in it. In your mind, you're yeah. thinking, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, but but right. you're like, no, I, I can't do that right now. I can't do that. I'm sorry, but I can't do that. Mental, mental health, you know, yes. it has been a topic now, especially in the last two years. And more people are are are, are voicing those things. You know, like, for example, the, the, the Olympic um, gymnast last year, she was like, you know what? I just can't. I can't compete. I won't compete. And I'm going to sit over here and there's nothing you can do about it. Yes, leave me the hell alone. I'm going to sit over here and I'm just going to cheer on my team and that's it. Well, how about how come what's going on? It don't matter what's going on. I can't right now. And she wasn't the only oh. one. She wasn't. No, the only I, one. no, she's yeah. several people. But what I'm saying, I'm using her as an example of how she was there at the Olympics. And she was like, I can't right now. I'll get back with y'all maybe on Tuesday. Maybe I'll, I'll perform on Tuesday. But right now I'm chilling and that's what I'm going to do. And there's nothing you can do about it. What? And so I know, I know for me in creating this show, I thought, you know, I know I'm going through the grieving of my dad who passed and I can't even believe it's been two years, March 1st of 2020. And I thought about it and I said, you know what? I, 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 I want to, I, the guests I'm bringing on are helping me. Now, if you, if the rest of y'all get help by listening, good for you. <laughs> that's how I feel too about my podcast. I'm, sorry, I'm like, I got a message. I become a listener. Right? <laughs> when I'm bringing my folks on, it is for me and hopes right. that you can then see that I'm very transparent about where I'm at or what things I want to learn. And that's how I started. I said, you know, this really show is really about me. And I hope you can learn because you probably are feeling the same way because you're losing people just like I'm losing people, just like everybody is losing people. And it has not stopped. It's just every other week or two. It's just like, like, wow, when you just run out of tears. And so I was like, I need that, that mental health check for myself. And, 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 and I've always been, even, you know, as a college administrator, when students come to me about different things and I say, okay, I'm not trained. I, I've had a lot of experience. And helping you understand where you're at, but I need to walk you over to the to call, to the counseling center where they mm-hmm. are trained, so that they can catch everything. I may not catch everything. I may help with some of those emotions because I felt that way. But um, but you know, I still would always encourage students, and I would like I said, stop and walk with them to the counseling center. Let's get you an appointment so that we can get some professional help. And so I had to listen to myself after the death of my dad. I was like, okay, I tell my I tell my students to get grief counseling. You need to get grief counseling, Corliss. So I was able to get grief counseling, and it was a fifteen week situation. And it helped so much, you know, and so now I definitely will be pushing it all the time. It just, it it happened. It was a a USC program, but it was the counselors, the students who were working on their doctorate in counseling that they had to do so many hours of whatever the case may be. And they recorded it and then their bosses looked at it and they told them, okay, next time, make sure you do this, this and this or whatever. And we did a semester. I mean, it was basically a semester, which is, you know, 15 weeks And it was amazing how they brought out every week had a different theme. Like, you know, what makes you angry about losing your loved one? The next thing, what was made you happy? What, what, what things that they do? I mean, it was just so many different angles that Mm -hmm. it just, you know, yes, sometimes you would cry. Sometimes you'd be angry, you know, but it, it would work you through the process of grief in such a way that it was just, it was just powerful. So I did the grief, I did the group, group grief counseling. And then I have a one, just one-on-one grief therapist that after that was over, I still have now, it's been, it'll be a year in a minute, but it's something I, I cannot stress enough 
how important it is to take care of yourself. Exactly. And put yourself first. You brought up so many points. So one, yes, the pandemic has increased the onset of depression and anxiety. Um, So there is research to reflect that. And then you're right. um, You know, a lot of us have lost loved ones during this time period. So it's like we're in a pandemic on top of a pandemic and, you know, having the isolation and not being able to get out and, you know, maybe be loved on in the way we would have been if we weren't, um, that increases that. But again, the mental health, you know, we need to let go of the stigma and know that I don't believe we were put on this earth to be alone and not to get help from people that are trained. Now, I will say there is a wait list (laughs) for a lot of clinicians, but, you know, therapy can look so different and in so many ways, like really having a good friend, now not burdening that friend because, you know, everybody and going to someone trained, but you can, like you say, you can have group therapy is now virtual. You know, there is so many different ways. You don't have to be limited to someone that's in your quote unquote area. Um, and then there's, you know, as we know, there's psychologists, there's psychiatrists, there's MFTs, there's MSWs, you know, figuring out which one works best for you. There's life coaches, you know, Coach Kaya, she is a life coach. Life coaches are really good as well. You know, they're all licensed and certified. So it's, but get the help. <laughs> That's my point. That's get the, the help. Get the help that you need because you don't have to be out here alone. You know, I would hate for someone to do something that's, you know, detrimental or terminal. And then, you know, because you cannot reach out and talk to someone. So like they say, check on your strong friends, you know, check on your strong friends, check on everyone in a very significant way. Not just how are you doing, but like pick up the phone, like talk to somebody because just because people are on social media and moving and bopping and doing, you don't know how they really are unless you really tune in and check on them. Like, have you been outside? Have you been outside this week? (laughs) Do you need something? Like, are you okay? Like for real, you know, because sometimes it's the way a person asks the question and not necessarily the question, like really get into it. Um, You know, because of, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, unfortunately, there are two generations that don't believe in picking up the phone, the millennials and the Gen Xers, because their lives are centered around the phone. So they don't believe in picking up the phone and doing exactly as you have stated. There's nothing wrong. It's not going to hurt you. Pick up the phone and say, hey, what's cracking? Are you okay? Right. And what's, what's, what's it going to be like? It, okay. Everybody on the planet, everybody needs that. And if they don't, then you really need to check in. You really need to check in and you need to establish those relationships. You know, um, there are certain people I will always pick up the phone for because we have that relationship. You know, I'm not into all that FaceTiming people. You're like, you got to text me before you FaceTime because ain't no telling what you might see. You might see a do-rag, some Nakzima. I don't know. (laughs) So, but there are certain people because of what we've experienced in life together. I don't care what I look like. I'm going to pick up the phone and you're going to see the true authentic Monica wherever I'm looking like because I know you need to see me. I know you, in order for you to rest and know I'm good, I need to pick up this phone looking crazy and crusty and be like, I'm okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, and, and, and it's okay. And it's okay. But you're right. You, you know, you want to have your core people. And I think if anything was my takeaway is really how we value time at yes. this point. Cause the fact that we can't remember if something was last year or last week or last month, like really valuing time as we come up on two years and, you know, and time is something we cannot get back. So be mindful how you spend your time, who you spend it with, you know, and don't allow people to waste your time, whether it be personally or professionally, if that person not good for you, let them go. Yes, yes. Let them go. If that career ain't calling you no more, let it go or try to get away. Like all this being a slave to somebody for 20 years for a watch, I'm good. I could buy my own watch. Okay. Getting, that's funny. That's a USC private joke there for those who don't know. But but getting back to this um, the mental health piece and being able to seek now because uh, we had to work from home and we couldn't actually go. I, I know that we had a meeting and, and we found that the percentage of students that use the counseling center now that it was Zoom Versus now I'm on campus and that you'll see me walking to the door and it's like, oh, she needs to, she want to counsel. She must be crazy. At least that's what you're thinking. People think, you know, and and so now, now that everything has this zoom, you know, mechanism Mm -hmm. involved, there's a program, it's called PATH, P as in Paul, A-T-H, PATH. And that is a worldwide counseling piece where you can go on and say, I need help. I need a counselor for this. And they will match you with whomever. And then you have this Zoom situation. You don't have to leave your couch. So there's no more excuses anymore. I don't want to go over there because somebody's going to see me walk into the counseling center. I don't want to go over there because somebody's going to see me walk into the doctor's office where the psychiatrist is. You know, I mean, you know, you're in the waiting room at Kaiser or whomever. And then or or you're or you're all in the waiting room at the at the in that same little area. And so everybody's looking at each other like, OK, we all up in here. We all need help or whatever. And to mm-hmm. me, I'm just be like, hey, how y'all doing? You know, right. I don't trip off of it because I know that it is helping me. Right. And, and when you start to think about what is helping you, what things can you do that right. help you? What positive things can you think of that help you? That That's the problem. We are not looking out for ourselves. Right. 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 And the superwoman syndrome is real. And a lot of Black women do experience that where we do not put ourselves first. And I'm sure it goes for all women, um, you know, whether it's in our DNA, how we're raised, you know, whatever. But that is very true. And again, when you're on an airplane, I know everyone uses example. They tell you to put the mask on yourself first. That's my number one line. You help, help yourself right. first. Because if you're not right. breathing, you can't help nobody else to breathe. You cannot help nobody else breathe. Right. And but again, that's a learned behavior that we have to retrain our minds like to take care of ourselves and not be people pleasing, not try to fit into this mode. You know, oh, at this age, you're supposed to be married with children. Or, oh, what happened? What's wrong with you? You're not blah, blah, blah. But it's like, what, what do I want? You know, do I want the white picket fence? Do I want to 
do I really want to mow some lawn or pay somebody to do that? Or do I want to be looking at the beach? You know, <laughs> you know, where do I really want? What do I want? Do I want a husband or do I want a life partner that's going to help me grow? If those two are not the same, you know, and really saying that this is what I want. This is my happy. And I'm speaking like truly from my current situation as I figure out what is happy for me. You know, is it L.A.? Is it Miami? Is it New York? Is it out this country? You know, like, and what does it mean? Like, I'm not chasing titles and salaries anymore. Like, that was the old Monica. You know, the new Monica is like, how much money I need to pay these bills? Well, that's how much we need to make. (laughs) And if we make extra to go to happy hour or dinner, then I'm really winning. But, you know, all this stress. You're really missing happy hour, aren't you? You said it like three times. Well, if you count, I probably was going to say a 10 and I had to <laughs> stop from saying it's seven. But, but again, you know. that is an escape for you. It's an escape. You have a people that you don't know and people, everybody's kind of had their day and everybody's just like, whew. Or people I know and consider well, family. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, it all depends on the location. Right. No, or, you're right. Or maybe a new friend. I don't know. I like what you said about what <laughs> we've got to people. If, please listen. We've got to take care of yourself. Take care of me. Take care of me. You, 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 you. Or in your case, say me, 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 me. Yes. What is going to make you happy? When you get up in the morning, will you say, you know, I am awesome. I am powerful. I am strong. I'm one of a kind. I am one of a kind. And what am I going to do today that's going to make me smile? Right? Love it. I love it. Simple as as that. It is. But also remind yourself to do it every single day. Just that simple. Or whatever your positive affirmations are whatever speaks to your soul, you know, and not allowing other people to define you. Like who gave them that right to define you? You define you. You know, when people pour into someone, I have this short story. I have a, my mentee who is now a doctor. Um, her, as she was being raised, her father told her that he was a doctor. He wasn't though. But because of that, <laughs> I know, wow, it's a long story. Okay. Right. But because, I mean, she was really young, but obviously as she got older, she realized that was not the case. But because of that, she is a doctor because, you know, it was put in her brain. Are like, talk, this Are we is talking about possible. medical? Yes, medical doctor. Okay, so her father yes. told her that he mm-hmm. was a doctor. Yes. Growing up. Yes. Wow. She was young and she believed that. And my mom poured into me and said, I'm a writer. And look at this now. Like, I got books published. I'm doing grant writing. I'm doing a lot of different types of writing. Like you can really find your niche. So the point is when someone pours positively into you and you believe it, anything is possible. And I really truly believe that at this age, you know, if you can think it and dream it, you can be it. You can truly do that. You know, we got the internet, you can learn things. People are more accessible now. You know, it's not all those barriers. Like if you really pour into yourself. Now, I'm not saying it's not hard work and it's not going to take time and dedication and not going to be stumbling blocks, but do it, do it. 
despite it all, do it. If it's really something that's going to make you happy, why not? Don't you deserve to be happy? Absolutely. Now, I want to make sure that I, because you've been doing so many positive things. You've got, so you've got, uh, you started off with the first book and now how many do you have? So I have five books technically now. So I had Still a Lady was a poetry book that I started with. Then I have a positive affirmation book for men, women, and adolescents. And then I also have my college readiness book. So um, so those are all available on Amazon. And um, and it's up under Monica L. So it's M-O-N-I-C-A-E-L. Um, and then I am on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Monica L underscore writer. And we have Boss Lady Conversations with myself and Coach Kaya that I'm so proud of. And that is available on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google. So we post shows once a week. Um, Sometimes we have guests and sometimes it's just me and her. But we really speak to all the boss ladies about, you know, being a mom, being a wife, being single, being an entrepreneur, you know, just living in this world and living in this light. So definitely follow us. You know, you will definitely get some gems. Um, our last guests were the, uh, were the creators of Brookies, who's on Shark Tank. They told an amazing story. So it's a lot of storytelling and it's just empowerment because representation does matter as all of us try to live our true authentic life and be true to ourselves and be the best versions of ourselves, despite our circumstances. What's really crazy is that you would have never thought this would be 10 years ago. Never, never, never. You were very to yourself and just like, leave me me alone. I'm getting out of here. Bye. You know, I'm going to talk to you. Don't talk to me. We're good. good. Never in a million years. No one would believe that version except for you because we'd be like, what, you? they like, you always got something to say. You always got that. But yes, that was a version of me um, and that version no longer exists. That is exciting. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy for you. I hope that, you know, you being on my show last year helped you to say, I could do something like this. It did. It did. I didn't know how all the dots were con- going to connect, but all of this pours into you. So yes, we give you kudos and your flowers for helping Boss Lady Conversations get on the map. So yes, Corliss, that is true. <laughs> yes. And, it was, and, and, it, and it, again, it was created because I was grieving and I just felt like other people were going through similar things. So my guests were pouring in, you know, to me, like you're pouring into me now, you're pouring into my audience and, you know, just things just started creating. And then when I meet somebody that says, oh, I'm an MFT, and that's a marriage family therapist. It's like, really? Do you do such and such? You need to be on my show. Oh, okay. And then they're there. And then they end up feeling great about being able to pour out some things that, you know, a lot of people don't give folks opportunities to share their talents. Exactly. And grief is an ongoing process. And um, yes, many people know that I've also lost someone very close to me. And yeah, every day is different. And that's why I say, check on your strong friends, check on them and, you know, and pour that light. And that's why I've always been a firm believer of therapy. I've been going to some version of a therapist since, you know, um, college. And I think that's the best thing because that is your hour just for you. Um, unbiased. Nobody else. Nobody else. You could be your true, authentic self, non-biased, non-judgmental, and it's for you. Like, do something for yourself. If you can't turn off that cell phone for an hour or social media, do something for yourself. Self-care. 
Self-care is so important, whatever that looks like. Like, I got to get these nails and these eyebrows done. That is my self-care. If I can make it to the spa, yes. Like, do something for yourself and be selfless. Like, it's okay, you know? No, everybody thinks that you can't do that for yourself or feel something about that. Like, take care of yourself, important to yourself. And it's a journey. I'm not saying I do it 100% of the time, but I'm going to remind myself to do it 100% of the time. I was just talking to um, Crystal and I forgot, to, I, I, I hope she's, she's listening, um, um, but I forgot to send her the promo. The things I said, she was saying something about, I said, I, I said, did you get a massage this month? She was like, oh, I got one for my birthday. Her birthday was on New Year's Eve. I said, okay, now do one once a month. But how, but how, oh, do, you well, do, I, how do you well, do why not? a massage? Go get your nails done. Do all the things that we used to do prior to twenty. How do you? Well, the nail shop that I go to has a uh, a, a, a plastic plastic practitioner, yeah. and my fingers and my fingers go through the slot, and he does my nails and whatever and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as massages, um, uh, face masks. Um, he or she, they have on face masks, right? And um, they so check the temperature. There's a, where there's a will, there's a way, and Absolutely. I understand that we're in a pandemic, but there's also things that you have to do for yourself to keep yourself sane. So I, I go once a month, I get a massage, I get my nails done, I get my eye, eye eyelashes. Um, um, done. I get my um, eyebrows, all of that. And again, everyone has on a mask, at least the shop that I go to. I can't say that's every shop, but I know the shop I go to, they're very, uh, they, like I said, they have the shield on every single station. Um, um, even when you get your toes done, there's a shield um, between you and the person so that you're, they're not breathing on you. So, I mean, there's all these different things and you can figure it out and your comfort level. Um, but I, but I do, I do do all the things that take care of Corliss because nobody else is going to take care of Corliss, but Corliss. So there it is. And there are ways that, that we can do those things and, and continue to be safe because yes. safe, being safe is more important. If you're not safe, nothing else matters. So you have to be, you absolutely have to be safe. And there are ways to mitigate all of the other things so that we can be safe. Yep. It's just so, about being safe and you can, and you'll yeah. figure out, you know, wherever you go. Monica, go ahead with your closing words you were going to say. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be a guest. And you're right. We do have to pour into each other. And that is important. I believe that's why we're here you know, to share our stories. So no one feels like they're alone on that island or if they want to be alone on the island, it's a choice and not because that's the only place they feel that they can be. So anytime your listeners want to reach out to me or want to hear or learn more about my stories and products, then definitely feel free to. I'm always on IG at Monica L underscore writer. Thank you so much for this opportunity. You are so welcome. And thank you for um, coming on and sharing and, and talk and, and coming up with that topic because I was like, yes, authentic. When, when is the last time you were your authentic self? And how come you're not taking the time to sit back and think about who is that person? Who am I and what am I doing to make myself happy? Because you are the only one that can make yourself happy before somebody else can make you happy. If you're not happy with yourself, or, or what they say, if you don't love yourself, nobody else is going to love you. That's right. 
It's really that simple. So I know we're at time and things are happening and I got to go to my mama house right quick. (laughs) I told her I would come by after the show. So I have to go by there right quick and help her with something. But thank you so much, Monica L., for for um for coming on and and really bringing this whole authentic piece bringing it home and helping us to remember that we need to be authentic and we need to take care of ourselves take the time so thank you so much everybody take care we'll see you next mindful monday when i want to cry